Hi, everyone. I hope you're well. Thank you so much for joining us again on Just Laser It and All Things Cosmetic. How are you doing today, Kane? Can I say uh, good, but really tired? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, you can. We're a little tardy on this episode because you know how we always say that we have Link upstairs? Well, today we have Rock upstairs. Link is downstairs along with with Tonka. And we're going to kind of explain why. So, but I will preface this by saying that, you know, Monday through Thursday, Kane is in our practice running the practice. Well, Friday through Sunday, he kind of has a passion project. And Kane, if you can just go through why Rock is part of that passion project a little bit with us. Yeah, real briefly. So every Friday, Saturday, Sunday, like you said, I go out and I, I just help take care of neglected dogs that otherwise don't just have their basic needs. Rock was one of those dogs. And we weren't planning for this. It just happened very quickly. But the owner said that they would release him to us to find a new home. And so it all happened within a few hours. We were not prepared for it. We did not have a place for him to go, but he's with us now. We never had a German Shepherd. We never had a German Shepherd. We have two other dogs. So it's been quite hectic for the past week. But the good news is he's been to the vet several times. He's 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 out of the situation he was in, which was not great. He's on the path to healthiness and we already have a new home for him. So as soon as he's healthy and recovered from his neutering, he will be in his new home. And he is a total love. And I'll have to say, I love German Shepherds. I mean, he is just a wonderful dog. But now we're going to go into what we're going to talk about, which is laser hair removal. And I'm going to tell you a little story about laser hair removal as well. So my background is Eastern Indian. And so I remember this distinctly, Kane, when I was in the third grade. I remember, and my sister was the same way, thinking, we're hairier than the boys. We'd look down at our arms and we'd say, oh my gosh, we have such hair here. So at age eight, I remember thinking, I want to have my hair reduced. And at that stage, there was no laser for laser hair removal. So we would, and at age eight, we weren't allowed to shave. So we would wax, we'd tweeze, we'd do everything. And then finally, when we started shaving, gosh, there was tons of those little pink Bic razors everywhere in our house. But it wasn't until fellowship and myself and the other fellow, which, hi, Jane, if you're listening to this podcast, you're the best fellow to to go through this fellowship with. But we were allowed to use any of the lasers that Dr. Goldman had after hours when we're done with everything. And guess which laser we used all the time? I am assuming the laser hair removal. Laser hair removal. And we wanted to not only learn about laser science, but we wanted to come walk away being hair free and that we were. And so what we're going to talk about today is we're going to set this up to discuss laser hair removal and kind of the right patient for it, what to look for, how many treatments, what's involved with it, what we're trying to target and why we have the laser we have, which is truly a painless laser. And so we'll go through that at at the end as well. Yeah. And it it was kind of funny, the story you were telling as a kid, but I mean, I'm sitting here thinking about like, it's actually could be quite traumatizing for a child or especially like in the teenage years to have excessive hair. Sure. And you know that we do do a lot of teenagers for that reason. We get a lot of moms saying, you know, my daughter doesn't like her upper lip hair. It's really bothersome to her. And so certainly that can be done. But we'll talk about what to expect, especially in the teenage population. So let's first talk about what we're trying to target. And I'm going to start by saying that 
really the area that we're trying to target is in the lower, there's three main anatomical areas of a hair follicle. And I'm not going to go into it in all detail, but it's kind of that, it's it's the base of that, that, the bulb area and the bulge area that we're trying to target. And so when you think about hair growth, there's three main phases of it. There's antigen, which is the growth phase, which is where we want to kind of be. That's 85% of the hairs are in antigen. And that's when the hairs are the darkest. And again, it's dark hair that we, we need. And we'll explain that in a second. There's catagen, which is kind of the catabolic phase of the hair. And then finally, there is telogen, which is a resting phase. So when we say, and I'm just giving it on average, that we like to do it every six weeks, that's because we're kind of catching it in antigen phase. Now, phases are a little different in different parts of the body and males between females, but kind of every six weeks or so, you'll hear us say around about, that's when we like to bring you back for your second, third, fourth, et cetera, session of laser hair. And that is because you want to hit it in what? In the growth phase, in in that antigen phase. phase. Because where we're trying to target, Kane, is about four millimeters below the skin surface. And during antigen, that that actually rises up. And so we get a little more superficial placement. And it and it's also when the pigment is the darkest around that area. The bulge area is actually devoid of pigment, but around the bulb area is when it's the darkest. So is that why folks are need to shave before? Is or is the growth phase just different than that? It, no, it's different than that. The the reason why they need to shave is that we don't want to have scattering. We don't want that hair that's above the epidermis to scatter the light as we go in. So when you shave, it still keeps the hair shaft in place, which remember that hair shaft, the actual hair, is the conduit that takes the energy of the laser to deposit it again below the surface of the skin, kind of at that that four millimeter depth of the skin of where the bulb is. And so if you have light hair, blonde hair, white hair, red hair, it's not going to work because you can't generate enough heat to give that that energy to go to the area that we're really trying to target that does not have pigment. Because basically that hair follicle is a conduit for the energy. Right. And if it's a light hair or something like that, then it's it's not going to carry the energy. Carry the energy. Okay. You, that's exactly right. And the other thing you'll always hear me say is, yes, you can shave, which still keeps that shaft in place, but you cannot pluck and you cannot wax. And you really, for that matter, don't use any depilatories like the, the old nares and whatnot, because then that's taking that hair shaft away Depilatories might be okay, but but we still say no to those. We just say just shave, but definitely no waxing, no sh- and no plucking, because then I've taken away my conduit. Okay, does that make sense? That makes sense. Okay, so what other things do we look for? A difference between the hair color, right, the darker hair color, and the background skin. So lighter coloration skin, darker hair, sure, that's your optimal patient. That's that's just the the best scenario. But we're not all like that, right? We, I have darker skin. And so it can be done on darker skin. When the skin is very, very dark, I use our, so we use something called the Modus laser, which we'll talk about here in a minute. But it, we don't use it on very, very, very dark skin. We use it up to something called a Fitzpatrick skin type five, which is a light skin black coloration, but not a dark black coloration of skin. And I also say, you know, don't be tan. We, we, while we can use it on tan skin, 
we don't want you to immediately come back from a beach vacation and have your laser hair removal the next day. It's good to sun protect that area. Why would that be? I mean, what could happen? Well, if someone is really, really dark or really, really tan, we certainly have to adjust the settings. But the reason is, remember, the melanin that's in the hair shaft is what's absorbing the energy. Well, the same thing can be absorbing with the epidermis of the skin, you know, the pigmentation in the in the skin. So you either have to dial the energy down a little bit or you risk burning the skin as well. So you just want to kind of really sun protect. Now, we do do these procedures during the summertime, but we just have to modulate settings, et cetera, with it. Okay. So that is, and there's multiple different kinds. So why did I choose, and we've, we've had several different types of laser hair removal devices. We selected the MODIS in our practice as of 2018. And the reason is that device truly does not hurt. And Kane, you remember when I've done other procedures, like I think I did one once on your back a little bit with the older device and it kind of hurt, didn't it? Yeah, it's, it, it's prickly. Yeah. And, <laughs> and it can get really prickly. But yeah, with the Modus, um, it actually kind of feels good, I think. It's kind of like a massage. But the, the reason for it is Modus is an Alexandrite laser. And for those of you who know a little bit about laser science, you might say, whoa, 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 you can't use that Alexandrite on darker skin types. You can, because the older devices would use high fluence or high energy in a single pulse, and then I have to pulse beside it and pulse beside it and go along the skin. This uses low fluence, but you deliver a constant energy. So for example, what do I mean by that? Let's say I've got a 10 by 10 area that I'm treating and I want to put 2000 joules. Well, I will do low fluence with the modus and I'll go over the area multiple times. What's the- fluence? Fluence is just an energy setting. Okay. Think about that that way, just to keep it simplistic. It's joules per centimeter squared. So it's an energy setting. So I'll go over the area and I'll, I'll know in my that I'm setting it for 2000 joules. Well, the device will count that. And once I achieve that many joules in that set area, then it'll beep and I'll know I need to go to the next area. So it delivers a lot of energy, but it delivers it in multi-passes. Okay. So, so- it makes it very comfortable to do. And it's very, it is very quick. You would think that that takes a long time. It doesn't, doesn't take long at all, but it is, that's, that's the reason why it's truly, truly painless. And then once again, make sure that the patients shave prior to, etc. Now, who are the patients that we have to watch? Well, I tell patients that you're typically going to need about six to eight treatments and we deliver them typically around six weeks. Don't get freaked out if you're at five weeks. Don't get freaked out if you're at seven weeks. That's okay. It's more or less that we don't want patients to get to six months and not have done their second treatment because we don't want several growth phases to occur during that time period. So every six or so weeks, we bring a patient in. If someone is a teenager or if they're on bioidentical hormones, they may need more treatments. They might be at the eight to 10 level. If someone has polycystic ovarian disease, again, they might need eight to 10 treatments. So there are are certain factors that that can predict how many treatments are Would there be a difference between male and female or because of the hormonal differences or does that not matter? No, unless they're on different hormones as well. But no, typically males do quite well as well. It's usually, we quote out about six to eight treatments. But I will also say that, so for example, I had my laser hair removal back in 2007. And when I came back, 90% of the hair was gone, about 5% or so would come back. 
And I did a touch up maybe two or three times where I did one treatment. And I would say since 2009, so how many years is that? 14 years, I haven't had to do anything. I'm totally hair free. And, and the only razor in our family is yours, is which is so <laughs> freeing and wonderful, like especially when you're on vacation, not to have to shave. I, I mean, it it really is life changing to not have to shave. So can you give everybody an idea, like how long is the procedure? I know it depends on kind of the area that you're treating, but just typically like, you know, what, what would be a typical area and how long would that so, take? So for example, facial hair is very common. Boy, that takes about five, 10 minutes. Underarm area is very common. The axillary area, again, five, 10 minutes. Now, legs and arms certainly can take longer. We we draw out these 10 by 10 squares and we go over those zones. And so the greater the surface area, the longer it's going to take, or a male's back might take longer. And and that could be, you know, 30 minutes or so, 30 to 40 minutes. But typically small little areas do not take long to so do. So basically this is, especially with, with the modus and, and that particular energy, I guess, that's that's being transmitted, It it's relatively pain-free. I actually think it feels kind of like a hot rock massage. It actually feels kind of nice. It's a typically a very quick procedure. Obviously, the, the bigger the area, this might take a little bit longer, but it's relatively quick, painless, and you do it every six weeks or so for probably six to eight treatments. Is that That's about exactly a right. decent and, summary? And you may need a touch-up after six months, one year, maybe one touch-up, maybe once again after a year, and then you're pretty good. Then you're pretty good with where you are with your laser hair removal. Now, my polycystic ovarian disease patients they might need more touch-ups as they proceed along. Two years later, they might need a touch-up two years later, consistently onward. Right. But those are a different subset of patients. And again, hormonal uh, patients who are on hormones, bioidentical hormones may also need some touch-ups here and there as well. Well, there's always that caveat. I mean, it's... Correct. It's, you know, everybody's a little bit different. So these are just ballparks. Exactly. But that's it. Laser hair removal is one of the most requested procedures in any aesthetic laser practice, very important. But it also is one of the places where you have to watch for the coloration of the skin. And again, darker colored skin, then we recommend YAG lasers. I used to do the old fashioned laser. I was the only one that did it in our practice because of the nature of the fact that the YAG laser can be, can be a little bit difficult on darker skin types. And I wouldn't delegate it because it was so melanin-based. But now that MODIS has come out, it's very simplistic. It's, I don't want to ever say anything's foolproof because it's not. You still have to watch the skin. But it is so simplistic that now I don't have to do it in our practice and I do delegate these out. So just real quickly, when you said you still have to watch the skin, that's because potential pigmentation can occur, because burning can occur. Like what could occur even though relatively rare? Sure. So you always have to watch the background skin and the size of the follicle. If the size of the follicle, if you see the hair and it's very thick, you know you don't need as much energy because it's going to absorb it up. As the hair gets thinner and smaller, the actual diameter, yes, then you dial the energy up. But you always want to see how the skin is doing in the background. It should never hurt. Modus should never hurt. That is a key indicator. If someone says that hurts, that means your energy is too high because modus truly will never hurt. So that's another built-in way of ensuring that the that you're delivering proper and appropriate energies. Now, you don't want to dial it to, down too much. You want to be able to have that tissue response. So they should feel a little, kind of a little 
twinge as you do it, but not more than that at all. Okay. So real quickly, laser hair removal is quick. It's safe and... Very effective. Very effective. And very, very valuable, I think, in our practice. I think patients really notice such a wonderful freeing effect to not have to shave. Right. But the the last word I'll say is expectations. I always think that's important to set expectations. Again, roughly six to eight treatments Correct. is a ballpark. Could be a little less, could be a little more. Correct. You got it. Well, thank you so much. We're going to go back to our barking dog link downstairs. We have him two floors down, but I can still hear him barking. And I hope you all have a wonderful day today. Thanks for listening. Have a good one. Bye-bye.